Hello and welcome to the message number four. This one is really great and is entitled Fight the Good Fight. Every talk is always learnt from the heart, no notes, always from the heart. So always take heart knowing God loves you, always. Please be seated. As I've said before, my name is Dan. I'm the, uh, the minister here at Holy Cross. And if it's the first time and we've been here for a long time, you're so, so welcome. And today, I would like to talk to you today about fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. It says in uh, the scriptures, especially at my, even at my induction, we heard from St. Paul talking about fanning into flame and fighting the good fight. Fight. It's a very um, traditional Christian sort of hymn we sometimes sing about fighting the good fight. In uh, this week, you may have felt like in the, uh, the disciples with the winds with Storm Eunice and that sense of actually, gosh, what would it have been like being there on the, on the, in the boat with Jesus? We heard of Jesus getting into a boat with his disciples and Jesus was with them. And he fell asleep. I wonder if you've ever sort of thought, what would it have looked like seeing Jesus asleep? And the storm started to get worse and worse and worse. And Jesus wasn't waking up and the disciples were thinking, well, are you going to tell him or are you going to tell him? Well, in the end, they all went to him and said, Jesus, you've got to do something. It's going completely wrong. Help. Jesus probably just woke up and probably yawned. Oh my goodness, I'm just getting 40 wings. What's going on? Okay, there's a storm. Okay, there's winds everywhere. You're fishermen, you should know what to do. But anyway, I'll do the miracle. Calm the wind, calm the storm. And at the end there, we heard the disciples being amazed, going, Who is this? Who is this amazing person? Jesus, the Messiah. Fight the good fight. Now, I'm not asking you to do what um, my, uh, my friend um, used to do. He was uh, a guy called Ricky Judd. He was in my youth group uh, many years ago, about 20 years ago. You could probably find him on Wikipedia. Ricky Judd, he was the under-14s world kickboxing champion. Okay? And going into the ring, he was a Christian, really strong Christian, he would have on his cape, he would have the words, Jesus is Lord. I'm not sure how he worked his theology out about kicking someone in the head. Now, Jesus is Lord on the back. But anyway, he had Jesus is Lord on his cape. And as he went into the ring, he had the song, Amazing Grace. Can you, can you imagine that, you know? The, the, the people thinking, oh my goodness, I've not only got to, to fight Ricky Judd, but I've got all the angels, all of heaven <laughs> to fight too. I'm not saying for you to do that, but life is a fight, isn't it? Life is a test. Life is a struggle sometimes. And that's why I believe God is saying to us this week, as we prepare for Lent, to fight the good fight, to not give up on our faith, to keep going with Jesus, even when the world says, relax, don't bother, let's do something different. What can we learn from this passage today then about fighting the good 
fight. The first thing I believe Jesus wants us to know today is simply this. Know who you are with. Know who you are with. Jesus was in that boat, yeah? He hadn't gone anywhere. He didn't say, see you later. I'm, I'm off now. I'm going to like walk on water, go somewhere else. Fend for yourselves. He was there. And we know, don't we? It says in Matthew in chapter 28, it says, never will I leave you. Never will I go away. I will always be with you until the ends of time. And when we fight this good fight, we've got to build up, I guess, a bit like a bank account of all these experiences of God being with us. That's why I always say, keep coming to church. If nothing else, if you find it hard to pray, read the Bible or, or any of that, keep coming here. Gaining that experience of knowing who you're with. So when the battles come, you've got a bank account to draw on. I love the person, uh, he's called Brother Lawrence. And I, learned, I know in this church here, I've got lots of people who, uh, who, who love washing up, who love cleaning, who uh, love hoovering. I'm not sure if you love it really. But do you know what I love about all of that? Is I've got some time on my own. I've got some time where I can be with God. Brother Lawrence learned this. When he was doing the washing up, when he was peeling the spuds in, in the abbey, he realised, actually, this time is not wasted time. This is time where I could spend with God. Keep practising the presence. Know who is with you in your boat. Know who's with you as you go on these storms of life. I know in my house, and you probably know this too, in your house, whoever's coming up the stairs, you know if it's, uh, like I know when, it, when Kala's going up the stairs, it's more of a skip and a dance. I know when my cats are running up the stairs, it's more padding, you know. I know when my, uh, my sons are going up the stairs, it's like a herd of elephants. But you know, when you spend time with God, you start to realise, actually, God is with me in my tough times. If you keep on practising, know who is with you. It says in Psalm 121, and I love this, it says, I look to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. He does not slumber or sleep. We'll come on to that in a minute. He does not slumber or sleep. He doesn't allow my foot to be hurt. The Lord is on my side. Know who is with you. How to fight the good fight? Well, in this passage here today, we also learn, know how to pray. Know how to pray. The disciples, as I mentioned, were really concerned. They thought, this is a, a moment where we really need to give it some welly to God. We need to shout to him. We need to, to give him loads of loads of loads of words and, 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 and really show him that we're really worried. Jesus looks at them and said, no, that's not how you pray. And this is what I'm learning. I've been learning again and again. It says elsewhere, Jesus says, don't just pray lots of words. Don't just babble stuff. But pray from the heart. Not from a place of fear, but a place of security. Jesus answered their prayers. But he longs for us to come to him as his children in a place of of desire from the heart. Let me give you an example. This week, 
my, um, my ceiling in that oh, we've got a little two up, two down um, place in, in Fordham where we used to live when we first got married and we just kept the house um, as a place to go when we retire. And we heard, oh, I'm afraid there's a bit of a leak in the ceiling. Okay, that's fine, we can get that fixed. And then the person who's looking after the property for us said, oh, I don't think it's a leak actually. Oh no, the whole ceiling has come down. I thought, oh my goodness, the whole ceiling had come down. And I remember at that point, I remember praying just a really short prayer. And I just said to God, God, I could really do with some help right now. Just a short prayer. That's how to pray, I believe, what God wants us to pray. Short prayers from the heart. God, I, I need some help. God, I really need you to help me. When I prayed that prayer, something within me just, just sort of woke me up. I thought, right, I need to get on to the insurance company. I was on like, uh, I was on like my, my fifth, it feels like I was on my, my sixth cup, cup of coffee of the day or something. And it was only nine in the morning. And I was thinking, right, I need to sort this out with the insurance company and so forth. While I was on the phone to the insurance company, um, my other phone was ringing. And the insurance company said, do you want to get that? I said, no, no, it's fine. It's just a parishioner. No, I didn't say that really. <laughs> I love the parishioners. <laughs> Uh, I, said, I said, I'll give that in a minute. <laughs> Not enough laughter from that. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke. <laughs> um, and and the, anyway, I was on the insurance, co- with this insurance company and this person kept ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing. And the insurance company said, oh, don't worry, I can do some admin. I can, I, you can take the phone call. So I picked up the phone and went, hello? I thought, oh, I hope there's nothing else going wrong with the property. For three months, okay, there's maybe a tenuous link for you, but listen to this. For three months, in the property I am in, we have a, one of our, our main toilet was broken and our shower was broken for three months. And I've been trying to get this fixed for ages and there's been, yeah, yeah, we'll get around to it, we'll get around to it, we'll get around to it. But the minute I prayed, the minute I said, God, I need some help. Somehow, this prayer was answered. He says, do you know what? We're going to fix you with this really great shower. We're going to fix you with a great toilet. Oh, you're away next week. Great, because you won't be able to use it for a week anyway. The timing was perfect. What I'm trying to say here in this is that God loves to answer our prayers. Prayers from the heart. There's a film called Bruce Almighty. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Bruce Almighty. And Bruce Almighty wanted all the powers of God. But then he prayed this really deep prayer. And um, God, um, uh, he said in, in, this, in this film here, not, I don't know if God looks like Morgan Freeman, he might do. Um, but uh, he just turned around and said, that's a real prayer. That's a real prayer. Friends, we do love praying lots of prayers, which is brilliant. But when we're in the fight, when we're in the battle, God says to us, just pray from the heart. Don't pray from a place of fear. Fear is the other side, that's, that's darkness. But pray from a place of security. Know who you're with. Pray prayers that are from your heart. It says in the Bible, doesn't it? We live, in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, we live by faith and not by sight. In other words, yes, we may see the ceiling falling down on us. Yes, we may see things different to what they used to be. But that's just sight. We live in a different way. We follow Jesus. We live by faith. Know who you're with. Know how to pray. The third point I want to make is, if we're going to fight the good fight, we need to know how to listen. Know how to listen. I think all of you here have, uh, have 
two ears, and I know uh, some of you have hearing aids, but most of us here can hear, can't we? And Jesus spoke to his disciples plainly. Where is your faith? So plainly, because they couldn't hear. They were with Jesus for so long, and still they didn't get it. Where is your faith? Jesus had to say it so loud to them. Where is your faith? You may think to yourself, well, I try and listen to God, but I don't really hear him. You do hear him. God is closer to you than you think. You just need to listen. Here's an example. I was at the, um, the Freeman this week. I've had this sort of tinnitus in my, um, in my right ear for, for over six months. And, uh, and they, they said, okay, right, excellent. We're going we're gonna to do a, um, a sound test on your ears. And so they asked me lots of questions, you know, what do you do, you know, and, and, and all this sort of stuff, um, you know, and are you active, and all those sorts of questions. And uh, they, they thought it was rather strange that, I've, you know, I've got this tinnitus in, the, in this ear. What we're going to do is we're going to put you in a sound booth, and we are going to see if you can hear these bleeps. I don't know if anyone's been there before, but if there's a bleep, beep, or if there is a, another sound, uh, press the button. Okay, right, so I'm there, in the zone, okay, in the sound booth. It looked like I was in like a recording studio. It looked quite good. Headphones on. I could just about hear it in my left ear. I thought, is that it? Okay, I could hear it just about. So, so faint. Press the button, press the button again. And then in this ear, I could just about hear it. Press the button. I was really worried. I've got really, really bad hearing. Come to the end, there was about, for about five minutes of this. And she said, yep, your hearing's absolutely perfectly fine. And I said to her, I said, I could just about hear those beeps. She said, oh yeah, that's perfectly fine. I did a test before you went in by asking you all these questions. I knew you had good hearing. That's why I put it on the lowest frequency possible. I thought, oh, goodness for that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you don't need to hear Jesus shouting at you, where is your faith? Because... You are walking with God closer than you think. God is looking out whether you can hear him in those faint whispers. God is asking you to listen to him through the Bible, coming to church, in creation, in your life story. God is giving you a challenge in fighting the good fight. Know how to listen. When bad things happen, where is God in it? When good things happen, where is God in it? Know how to to listen. You know, uh, there's a great uh, karaoke song, I don't know if anyone does karaoke, called um, I, I Did It My Way. Sometimes we have it in, the, in the, uh, what do you call it? funerals. I know in some karaoke bars, I don't know if it was in Newcastle, but some karaoke bars, they have banned I Did It My Way because of all the fights that have happened after someone's singing it. You know the song by Frank Sinatra, I'm not going to sing it to you. But God is saying to you today, Yes, you've done it your way before, and you've seen where that leads. God is asking us to listen to him and do it his way. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, it says this. Whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. In other words, people who don't follow Jesus, yeah, that, that's absolutely fine. You do it, do it whatever way you like, do it. Be free, spend all your money on yourself and be, be selfish, hate people and do all of that. But you know a different way. You know Jesus loves you. You know Jesus asks, is asking you to hang in there and keep going. Fight the good fight and listen. Know how to listen. 
The final point, and this is the key point of me being here as this interim minister here, is know how to learn. Know how to learn. This is my final point. So uh, listen to this. Jesus said to the disciples after this amazing miracle, where is your faith? And the disciples heard this. They didn't walk away and go, oh gosh, we are just a bunch of idiots. We've made such a mistake. There's no point now. There's no point even going on. No. They took the challenge and said, who is this who does miracles like this? And you've seen what happened in their lives. They went on and did amazing things. Yes, they stumbled and tripped along the way. But they learnt that Jesus is on their side. Know how to learn. We've been here at the church over the last five weeks listening to different people uh, on Wednesday nights about their stories of following Jesus. And the thing I've learnt over these five weeks is when we walk with Jesus, our walk with him changes. Sometimes it's spectacular, sometimes he feels distant. At the beginning, it may feel like when you've just fallen in love. And if anyone here has fallen in love before, where every day is a holiday. But then you grow in that love and things change and, and become different, more deeper, wider and higher. Jesus is saying to us, wherever we are in our walk with him, to keep learning. There's more to learn. There's so many more things to see. We had a youth group last night. Um, where we've given out some great youth Bibles. And in that, we were telling the young people, guys, just because you finished junior church, there's so much more. You don't need to wait till you're 40 to come back to church. You can stay with us now and learn so much more. And look how you can grow deeper and wider with him. I just end with this verse here. You know, sometimes people think, oh, Dan, you've got it all together. It's so easy for you. I remember once um, I, I had a, an event. It was a big sort of um, like church event. And I put my heart and soul into it. And for some reason, there was a barbecue and everything. For some reason, hardly anyone turned up. I went, oh, my goodness. You may, like me, sometimes have mistakes. But I'm going to end with this verse here. It's not about you. With the greatest respect, the world doesn't revolve around you. Yes, you're wonderful and amazing and fearfully made, as in Psalm 139. But the world revolves around others. Jesus says to us in Matthew 5, verse 4, chapter 4, verse 19, Come, follow me. We're baptizing Levea this afternoon. And we're going to say to her, Come, follow Jesus. And Jesus doesn't say, I'm going to make you a millionaire, though that'd be lovely. Jesus doesn't say, I'm going to make you a celebrity. But he says, come follow me, and I'm going to make you fishers of women and men. I'm going to use you to draw people in. I'm going to use you, your life to, to, to create adventures for others. I'm going to bring in your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren into the house of God, and they're going to see this as a great place to grow and thrive. So friends, we're going to fight this good fight while I'm here and we're going to keep on doing these four things. Know who we are with. We're with Jesus. We're not with failure. We're not with regret. We're with Jesus, the King of Kings. Know how to pray. None of us have got it together. We're all learning together, okay? From the heart, not from a place of babbling. 
know how to listen. We're going to make space again and again. God, where are you leading us? We don't know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. And finally, we're going to keep on learning. We keep on, keep on asking those questions. Keep on putting our hand up like at school. I don't know what's going on. Please help me. And God will come in. Is that all right? Yeah? Okay. Are you with me? In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that's blessed you today. Let's say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all forevermore. Amen.